Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. And welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. Luke Owen is back live in the studio with me. I can touch him. I can look at him. I can smell him. I'm Ollie Davis, joined by Luke Owen. Welcome here to the Raw podcast, Wrestle Talk. Is this your first rodeo? Like, I don't that, know. Have you forgotten how to do the intro to this I, show? You haven't been here for four weeks. <laughs> hello, Swaff Nation, and a hello to you, Oliver Davis. How the devil are you? I'm doing good. We, this is weird. We've because we had some setup issues. We've already done the raw podcast. Yeah, usually we would record this beforehand. We would have mm. a nice lot of uh, preamble and stuff. It's delightful to see you. Do you know what I am? Um, I learned from my time off. So I, I I've had four weeks off, as many people listening to this will know, because I've just had a kid, and it meant that I became a listener of the podcast. Oh no. So I would just wait until the podcast had been uploaded and then I would listen to it. And I would often go out for walks with the kid or put the kid in the pram. And I would just go for walks around the block and around various different estates. And I would just walk for an hour and a half listening to the podcast. Here is what I have learned. Oh, no. Only you and I like doing these intros and outros. <laughs> <laughs> Are all the others like three minutes long? Yeah. If, if, if it's Laurie's on the show, it's like, yeah, I've got nothing to say. Yeah. Just, can we do the review and then I'm off? Yeah. I've, got, I've got other things I need to do. Adam and Denise did five minutes at the start and it was like contractual obligation <laughs> for them to do it. <laughs> it was their anti-chemistry shone. Mm. And I, I just had this, I was like, oh man, it's only me and Ollie that like doing this. Pete likes it. Pete I didn't and, like doing them. Pete and Temp, you love doing this. <laughs> Pete and Temp is like doing it as well. But if it's anyone else, mm. it, it's like, you know, blood from stone territory. Yeah, it's, I guess it takes like a particular sort of person, people who want to waffle, really. Yeah. And Laurie is not a waffler. He is not. Laurie is like, here is concise stuff in out. Yeah. Uh, Adam, he'll waffle. But he has to want to waffle. And I don't think wrestling is something he wants to waffle about. But you don't have to talk about wrestling, do you? Mm. You talk about anything you want. That's what they're missing the trick on. Exactly. But I also think as well, they're such busy boys that Adam is like constantly stressed about the amount of work that he's got on. That he's mm. like, I haven't got time to provide people with extra content. I need to get out of here. I need to yeah. go and watch a five-hour board game club episode or something. <laughs> I've got to give... 
20 hours of notes. <laughs> to poor editor James. Um, how have you found... I mean, you had a, a week off in the four mm. weeks, but how was it without me being here? Uh, yeah, it was... It, it was a, it, The way we've got everything structured right now is it's now easier to record those podcast episodes from home. So if I'm recording the news in the morning from home and the podcast... There's no reason for me to come in. And I was I was kind of just getting in the in the rhythm of coming in at least two days a week. And you screwed that up. Sorry, mate. So I just I was at home maybe you know, I came in like one, two, three times maybe. And they were lovely days when I came in. But yeah. Yeah, I guess it's um you know, you're the you're the heart of wrestle talk. Oh, thanks. Mate. And when you weren't here, it just felt a little bit you know, we we're all there. But where was where was the thing bringing us all together? Oh. No. <laughs> Uh, I uh, I had a, a nice four weeks off. They mm-hmm. flew by. When you, I had that call with you on the Monday to be like, when actually am I coming back to work? Because you told me one date in an email, and then Pete told me a different date in an email. And I've I've Look, still got P- that email. Pete's by my the way. kayfabe master. <laughs> the 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 pet the authority hasn't shifted that dramatically. I said to I said to my wife, I was like, because like when you said that first email, and it was like you're back on Monday the twenty fifth. I said to my wife, I was like. Ollie's the greatest boss in the world. He's given me three extra days off. And he, didn't, he didn't need to. I was going to go back on the Thursday. And then until I got that email where the Pete CC'd me and was like, Luke's back in the office on Thursday the 21st. And I was mm-hmm. like, no, I think I am back in on the thing. Oh, yeah. I, I will call Ollie just to double check, though. I thought uh, I wouldn't burden your <laughs> your la- your first two days back with emails you have to get back to. Yeah. So I was just telling people, he's back from this week. Yeah, so it was um it was it was quite lovely really. And uh but it was it flew by and it was weird not coming in mm. and and doing this because we've done it together for for so long. And I was really looking forward to it in a way. Not the actual like, you know, the, the watching wrestling, but just actually just coming back into work and seeing everyone. Yeah, like I came back yeah. on Thursday and I recorded Cine World. Unfortunately you weren't there, which was disappointing. And I did it with Dan Layton, which was lovely. But Adam was there. Mm-hmm. So I got to see Adam and I got to see producer Rich. And then I waited around and you came in as well. And it was just really nice. Yeah, hopefully from next week, because everyone's sort of back. Adam's on holiday for two weeks. And we can actually properly do it. Maybe and we're we'll, going to tidy up the office. Maybe we'll go to the pub. What? I went to drafts for the first time. <gasps> Did you? Last Tuesday after their board game club, I went down there. I saw Tom. Yeah. I met Sully for the first time. I saw Lolo. <gasps> Lolo was there. Lolo. Amazing. Lolo is doing a... After every board game club, Tom, Laurie, Sully and Lolo stick around for another three hours to play another board game. Really? Yeah. They're doing Call of Cthulhu. Yes. Tom is DMing. I see. Mm. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Oh, that's fine. So what did you play? We played... Oh, uh, what was it called? Night of Samurais? Mm. I don't think that's... The Night of Ninjas? That sounds I don't, more I don't, like I don't it. don't know what that's it was. Was it good? Yeah. Um... Should we get into the main Raw podcast? I have. uh, Yeah, let's get into the main show. Uh, We're talking about Raw, but we may as well be talking about SmackDown from three weeks ago. (laughs) Here is the show. They've rebadged it, you fools! Is the new era, the season premiere of Monday Night Raw, really just 
the old season of WWE Friday Night Smackdown. I'm Ollie Davis. I'm joined by a returning first time back on, well, here, because he did the Friday Crown Jewel review. But this is the one that counts. It's Luke Owen. D-A-D, officially. Do you want to say a few words about being a dad in person right uh, yeah. now? It, it, it's, uh, it's been wonderful. It's been lovely. Uh, I, I very much uh, like her, uh, like my little daughter. She is excellent. Um, we're very, very happy. Um, slightly tired. She sleeps well. She poops a lot. Um, and we're just having a really, really nice time with her. Sleep's a problem. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, it's something about <laughs> something about a daughter change your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What you're also hearing there is she's daddy's little girl. What I'm mainly hearing, Sorry. Luke, is sleep. Yes, Do you yes, track sleep. yours correctly? Because with the aura ring. On this finger, a lot of you have noticed it. Looks like I'm doing something rude there, doesn't it? But I'm not. This is perfectly fine. This is not the bird. It's the finger next to the bird. A lot of people have been going like, oh my God, Ollie got married and I nobody told us. Genuinely. So we had this conversation yesterday on the Patreon podcast. <laughs> um, Patreon podcast, our review of Bound for Glory 2007 will be out tomorrow, Thursday-ish. I'd noticed you on streams while I've been off wearing this ring. And I was like... Either it's a really new fashion statement that he's making, or he secretly got married mm -hmm. and didn't tell any of us. Well, which I'd be honest, I wouldn't be surprised by. If my lady partner proposed to me with a fitness tracking device, <laughs> I don't care about my stuck up gender norms. <laughs> I'd be like, yes, yes. Oh my God, you let you know me. So the Aura Ring, folks, is it's a fitness tracker. Uh, but rather than a watch, which personally I tried tried to track my sleep and stuff, I don't like wearing a watch to bed. I thought, because I only got this last week, I thought genuinely I would it would be on my mind all the time. I've never worn rings before. Within six months, six months, six hours, <laughs> <laughs> six hours, I forgot it was on there. Yeah, yeah. And it's great. I really like it. This is actually, this is the new one. Uh, but the the one the previous model which I had la only last week, uh, it it knows you so well. On Saturday I woke up and I was like, oh man, I didn't sleep that well last night. And I look at the Aura app and it said, hey, did you eat late last night? And I said yes. And it said, well. That makes sense because your heart rate took forever to calm down, like 3 a.m. So you ate, you ate too late. Your body's still digesting. You had a bad night's sleep. Stop eating late, Ollie. I was like, thank you, Aura Ring. Well, there you go. That's actually pretty cool. It is cool. I Like <clears throat> you, I can't go to bed wearing a watch. So I think I would probably need something like this as well. So if, I, if I did want to track my sleep, broken currently as it <laughs> is, Maybe actually this is the time for me to do it because I don't know if I'm fit to drive. I'm driving into London at the moment. Ignorance is bliss in this case. Okay. <laughs> um, but yes, there's a, sorry, I spoke far too much about this already. I know you'll want to talk about wrestling. <laughs> so I was just a skip ad. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's because I, I approached them and I was like, please advertise with us. <laughs> I really want your product. I like it. And they did. So thank you. Aura Ring. We'll talk more about them, I guess, although we've probably already overspoken about it. There's a link in the video description below for you to check them out. Um, 
Right, this episode of Raw was the season premiere of Raw. You've missed a lot in your four weeks off. You missed oh, a whole draft. I did, yeah. I've watched... Um, so I, I did watch a bit of WWE while I was off. Um, well, so, you know, kid wakes up. I go. To, I take the kid downstairs because it allows my wife to sleep for a little bit. So me and the kid go downstairs and we just sort of hang out together. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes it's a bit early for the West Wing. So you're like, yeah, yeah. you know, oh, okay, it's Tuesday morning. Maybe I'll watch Raw. I've watched one episode of Raw in my entire paternity leave off of the four weeks I was off. And that was the draft episode. And I got through it in 50 minutes. 50? Basically, 50. I basically just, I was skipping forward, <laughs> waiting for the new draft segments. Who's been drafted? Skip forward, next draft segment. Oh, I'm in the middle of one. Skip back 10 seconds, get to the next draft segment. And then I saw that they split the new day up and I was like, oh, for God's sake. Again, again, what the Biggie title? Like, they don't understand what makes Biggie special. So the first bit of WWE I properly watched was Crown Jewel, mm. and that was only to review it. What a return! Well, the yeah, the, they they've me and Brian talked about this Tempest. <gasps> Everyone knows what his name is. I don't think they do because, and the reason why what? I say that is because what? yeah, the reason why I say that is because when um, he did the All Out media stuff, and they said it is from Wrestle Talk. A lot of people says like, oh my God, I now know what Tempest's real name is. Okay. Well, sorry uh, <laughs> for that slip. It's not really his name. Killing the business <laughs> over here. Um, we said we were speaking on the SmackDown podcast. We were like, he said, you know what they've done? What? What's Ch it saying? Chad's going, look at the chat exploding oh, about this. No. <laughs> now I know how like all those shoot interview of gotcha <laughs> moments feel. Put that on Botchamania. The uh, Tempest said on SmackDown's podcast I did with him, it was like, you know what? In the draft, I feel like I had a good SmackDown roster and the drafters, you know, ruined that. And I said, <laughs> I felt like Raw had a good roster and, and they, they ruined that. So what WWE have managed to do is make somehow everything less than the sum of its parts while also really not changing anything up. So a yeah. lot of the stuff that's been on SmackDown for the last three months, Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch, Liv Morgan versus Carmella, that's just been, those feuds have been transplanted wholesale over to Raw. And we're not, we're not, we got very, very few instances of the new draftees mixing it up with the pre-existing roster. Yeah, it felt like this episode of <laughs> Raw, was, and WWE have always thought this as well, they think they have two audiences. An audience that watches Raw and only watches Raw and an audience that watches SmackDown and only watches SmackDown. So this episode really felt like, oh, well, I mean, we need to introduce all of these SmackDown people to our Raw audience because they'll have mm. no idea who they are. So you had to have like Alpha Academy versus Street Profits versus the Dirty D-Wags to get them out there and be like, these are like, okay, guys, I mean, they're, they're very new faces to all of you here. So we need Dolph to- Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's how they think. We have to do this with Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch, Liv Morgan and Carmella. Mm. To the raw audience, these are fresh matchups. But to us as WWE audiences, the, the actual WWE audience in the real world that just watches every hour of product that they put out, I've seen all these matches a bunch. Mm. When, uh, you know, when Liv Morgan and Carmella had a match, I, th I thought it was a rib. I was, I was like, this has to be a joke. 
and like you know the, the triple threat tag team match at least it had stakes mm-hmm. and you know and RK Bro versus the, the Dirty I'm, I'd actually much rather RK Bro versus the Dirty D-Wags than RK Bro versus AJ and Omos oh, which yes. is what they originally advertised yeah, yeah, of course. AJ Styles was not on this episode. Wasn't at all backstage, apparently. So when, you know, for people who have commented on that, I think whenever someone's off TV at the moment, they get a free pass. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, extenuating circumstances. But for, should we talk about the the opening segment and the main event bookend? Let's do it. Because Big E comes out, he does the sort of, hey, it's WWE. You haven't been watching? Here's what's happened over the last few days. We just got that in a video package. But it's Big E says it so well. He's so good. I <laughs> love him as WWE champion. Yeah. And this brought out SmackDown. So <laughs> Seth Rollins came out. Finn Balor came out. Rey Mysterio came out. Kevin Owens came out. And they all put their case forward for why they should get a shot at the WWE championship by listing all the titles they've won. Yeah, so um, Seth Rollins came out and he said, (laughs) hey, I just lost my last match, a Hell in a Cell match (laughs) against Edge. And then Rey Mysterio came out and said, hey, I haven't won a singles match in three months. And then Finn Balor came out and said, hey, my last title match was against Roman Reigns and I lost that and I lost the King of the Ring finals. And then Kevin Owens came out and said, hey, I haven't won a singles match in two months and I've been beaten by Happy Corbin twice in the last couple of months. I think we all deserve title shots now. They didn't say that. (laughs) But they should have done. They did. They (laughs) they went too far the other way to what you're saying. Yeah. Where they just reeled off. Like I said in my review, it was a Wikipedia page. And one of the, I've been thinking about this promo a lot. And it's not that it's bad. It's not mm. like a bad content. It's just so lazy. Yeah. Because you need characters to sound distinct from each other. But everybody sounded the same. Yeah. And I, you know, I thought the main event that we got was, was great. Terrific. Yeah. Of course it was terrific. It's Kevin Owens and a ladder match. Kevin mm. Owens seemingly has been put on this earth to make ladder matches great again. <laughs> And I feel like anytime like Kevin Owens is booked in a ladder match, there's a little part of him that's just like, I mean, I can't let anyone down. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't let, I can't let Sammy down of all people. The old Foley complex. It, I think yeah. it is. I think it's just like people. I don't want someone to message me on Twitter being like, "That's not Daddy Ladder War, was it?" Mm. He wants every one of his ladder matches to feel like all of his ladder wars against against Generico. And so he went out there and it was great. But like, yeah, you're right. It, it did feel a bit samey you know it, it's the same sort of faces that we were seeing on Smackdown that's now already sort of pretending them as main eventers I mm-hmm. guess so you know there's a, a bit of a step up but I, it, I would have liked some distinct characters and actual reasons as to why they want to title shots as opposed to yeah. hey I was once a United States champion a couple of years ago in a very bad title run if you remember that run mm-hmm. uh, for Kevin Owens but when I was off I um, I found my new favorite analogy for WWE or my yeah. new my new comparison to WWE. Do you remember Pogs? Yeah. So Pogs. Loved Pogs as kids. Slam it. Yeah. So if you're a you're not a, you know man of a certain age like uh, or a person of a certain age like us, Pogs were a fad in the '90s where they were little cardboard discs and they had like funny little pictures on them and stuff. And the idea was you would collect Pogs. And it was fun. You would like trade pogs with your friend. You would mm-hmm. go down to the shops and get them. They're also called like milk caps as well, I think. Let, let me explain it for the modern mm-hmm. the modern boy. NFTs. 
They're, they're, they're real-life NFTs that you use to throw oh. other NFTs. Well, this is, where I, this is where my comparison comes in. Because I don't think a lot of people know that Pogs was a game. So okay. Pogs, oh, was, yeah. Pogs was a game where you're meant to stack them up. And in your pack of Pogs, you would get a metal one that was much thicker and mm. much heavier than the other ones. And the idea was you get together with a friend. You and I would play a game. We would co- collectively put our Pogs in a stack. And then you slam the metal one down onto the uh, cardboard things to make them fall down. If they fall down, you then get those pogs and your friends would then slay it until, you know, you've got how many pogs you've got left over. It was a way to win pogs off of people. Marbles. Kind of like, exactly, like marbles. Problem was, no one ever did that. Hmm. No one ever played the game of pogs. People just traded them with their friends or if you did play the game you would slam it down and then you would just be like okay well i'm just gonna take my pogs back and you just keep your pogs my point is none of it ever mattered and that's what (laughs) wwe is wwe is a game of pogs i was was trying to figure out where the analogy there is a sport in there yeah but it's a sport that doesn't matter Mm. because wins and losses don't matter nothing of the nothing of the outcomes ever matter of shows but hey it's fun, though. It's fun, though, isn't it? Whoa, yeah, big move, big move, big move. And then at the end of it, you're just like, okay, I'm just going to take my pogs back, you take yours yeah. back, and that's the end of our game. Well, that's what we got in the main event with the ladder <laughs> match. Sonia Deville booked it to, uh, you know, decorum. Ah, just make that's, if you, This is no way to behave. <laughs> All of you listing your championships. Why isn't anyone throwing a title on the ground? Um, so, yeah, Big E, by the way, watch this ladder match from backstage. <laughs> At the most extreme angle. Pretend this is the that they cut back to Big E. That's the monitor where the ladder match is taking place. He is honestly like that. <laughs> it is so freaking funny. It was so much more believable than when they did it with the women as well. The the six women they had standing in a V. Please, everybody, find that image of the women watching the TV and change whatever <laughs> what what is on the TV screen. This is a meme call out. Pogs. Pogs. <laughs> um, yeah, but this this was an excellent match. I feel like that when I watched it, I was like, this feels like NXT 1.0 is still alive. And I thought, oh, Rey Mysterio's in there. And I thought, Rey Mysterio is now an honorary member of NXT before it got rebranded. Hey, NXT used to be a place where people got their second wind mm-hmm. for a career. And like, Rey Mysterio was a guy who has had a great second yeah. wind of a career. Yeah. But uh, loads of really good spots. Like you said, Kevin Owens took the bulk of the punishment. Punishment. Uh, He threw himself through ladders on the outside. But he also, like, he he lobbed a ladder at Rey Mysterio doing a dive at one point. But the spot of the match for me was Finn Balor's sell job of Seth Rollins' stomp. Yeah. Where he just sold it like he was dead. I thought you were just going to say, like, Finn Balor's sell job brackets general because mm-hmm. it was really good like I, I loved this main event yeah I mean of course you're gonna, like, how could you not love a main event of Kevin Owens Seth Rollins Finn Balor and Rey Mysterio in a four way ladder match I'll have that any day of the week and it was delicious and I'll have seconds <laughs> and it, because it was a ladder match you got a clean finish as well mm-hmm. and it was quite an inventive one Rey got taken out by Owens you better found a way they, <laughs> Brock Lesnar would run <laughs> Uh, Owens got pushed through that ladder. Seth got the stomp. So, yeah, Finn got stomped. Seth went up the ladder and won. This was my. Uh, this was actually my prediction. Yeah. When uh, I did the crown jewel review with SP3, uh, he said Big E, you know, defeated Drew, and he said, "Who do you think's next for mm. Big E?" And I said, "It'll be Seth Rollins." 
because he's just lost against Edge. So he'll just become the new number one contender on Raw. So here is, this is, I haven't said this out loud yet, so apologies if it brings it into being. Survivor Series. A lot of people drop their main title. You, uh, you, I th- did think about this on the way here today. I feel like Big E, Seth, it's, it's going to be a TV match because, you know, otherwise you have to wait till... Day one. Day one in January 1st. So I feel like it's going to happen before Survivor Series. And if Seth wins, it's Seth versus Roman, which... Okay, okay, I mean, yes, you're right. However, they have already started the storyline of Roman and Big E Mm -hmm. because Roman sent the use... I believe I was listening to your podcast yep, reviewing he did. this. He so did. he like, so he sent them to kind of take out Beige in the new day. That's what they were. Beige and Drew McIntyre. Beige does not associate with oh, Woods okay. in Kingston. Oh, that's a shame. Because um, you'd think that they would do because yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. They, they they really are. Yeah, it's a great right there unit. in front of you. It's right there yeah. in front of them. So yeah, I think they are still going to do Beige and Roman hmm. at Survivor Series. Well, I hope so too. Me too. Uh, they seem to finish a little bit early, <laughs> so. They just stalled for time. I don't think Big E was meant to come out originally, but they were just like, oh, quick, go out there, stare at him. Because it wasn't it wasn't like a particularly strong way for a champion to look. Go halfway down the ramp, stop, follow Seth up with your eyes. Like, And then Seth cut a weird promo backstage, which was you know very well done on the fly, considering the match he just wrestled. And then they just did the slow motion replay of the win. Come on, stretch out a little bit more. Copyright image. We're out of here. They took everything from SmackDown, including running short on live shows. <laughs> Remember that back in like when they first started that going was live. Quite a way away. They were, they were the first time SmackDown went live when it moved to Tuesdays. And it was a two-hour show, but they only ever booked an hour 53 worth of content. <laughs> so the last seven minutes was like, um, send Kevin Owens out again and he'll just stare at Shane McMahon. And that's how we'll end off the show. Give Sami Zayn a microphone. Because <laughs> what was Beige doing? He so, came no, down to look at Seth. I, I know, but I mean, because Seth walked past him and then cut a promo with whoever it was backstage. So what did Beige do for the live crowd? Was the Seth promo think, played on the screen? I think he did this. Uh, I think uh, he for, just jiggled his titties. Can you actually move your tits? I'm trying to. That's it. I can, th- I can see them move. Uh, for podcast listeners, Ollie is moving his breasts. You know what this like, is, though? I, used, I think I'm cheating a bit using my shoulders. Yeah? I'm not Ethan Page. I haven't got the tightest tits you, in wrestling. Can you just move like close to the camera to see if you, anyone can spot you doing it? Because it is impressive if you can do it. Maybe you've got the tightest tits in WrestleTalk. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Some Ultra Chats. I will do indeed. Uh, Get your Ultra Chats in to uh, wrestletalk.com forward slash support. Join in the conversation. We'll read out every single one of them. It's pretty good, isn't it? Uh, Above $5. Riot DR said, Remembering how the WWF booked Vader, I should be less shocked at how they've restricted Bearcat Lee. Also, don't make Priest angry. You wouldn't like him when he's angry. Love you guys. Thank you so much for the content. CJ Thornton said, I did find it funny that Seth was trying to hype himself up, then be continually interrupted by three people that beat him, and two specifically <laughs> for a title. But that was played into. I thought they did that quite well. I did like, actually, how everyone just came out and was like, yeah, you did lose mm-hmm. uh, to Edge, didn't you? So why do you think you deserve a title shot? That was nice. Bezo Banks, uh, still great to see WrestleTalk's D-A-D back on our screen. Rollins always gets the title shot after a big loss with Charlotte, Sasha, and Becky Bianca being programmed. Maybe we could still get Bel Air Banks 3 at Survivor Series? Please? Because I'll be at Survivor Series. Can't wait to be disappointed. Hey, well, if it's Lynch versus Flair, kind of... <laughs> I don't want to see it happen. At this point, yeah. It's the hottest feud in the company. Yeah. Uh, mm, I mean, yeah, I think I'm not going to add anything to that conversation that hasn't already been said, to be honest. Uh, Lakshmineshwaram B. Is the new WWE era Raw just the old era WWE SmackDown? Shh, you're not (laughs) supposed to say it out loud. Today's Raw was pretty decent, though. RK Bro is great. Best part about RK Bro is Randy Orton gives a hoot again. Until he doesn't. I, um... I, I thought this was a really decent episode of Raw. I actually quite enjoyed it, really. Yeah, yeah. Th- solid. Solid. You are coming at it from four weeks off. Oh, mate. I heard the podcast. 
when they did like the can they coexist for the third week running yeah. and you'd had a week off and you came in like what a great episode of Raw. <laughs> <laughs> I said to my wife I was like you can tell that Ollie's had a week off from watching wrestling because <laughs> he'd come in and be like this is great guys oh my god how will they coexist <laughs> they didn't <laughs> Um, Shall we move on to the main show, but not before a word from our sponsors, Aura. Go over to the link in the video description below. Check them out because they track everything I'm doing right. That sounds a bit Orwellian. I'm tracking everything I'm doing right now. I'm tracking uh, my skin temperature. I'm tracking my heart rate, my heart rate variability. Didn't even know what that was. I didn't. I still don't know what that (laughs) is. I could learn, though. Apparently... When you have quite a regular heartbeat, boom, 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 that's because your body's actually in sort of a state of stress. So everything tightens up and makes everything, you know, quite Mm. formulaic. But like WWE Raw, they're under pressure. They just go back to the same old stuff. Whereas when you're really relaxed, your heartbeat should have variability in between each beat. Mm. So I'll be going like boom, ba-boom. Boom, 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 ba, boom, <laughs> boom, scoop it a jazz, jazz it a jazz. Yeah, so that's uh, yeah. Mm. And when you go to sleep, your heart rate variability goes up. It's fascinating. It gives you little uh, ideas and and suggestions to sort of help you out. That's and very good. It also, you know, when you're like, oh, am I feeling ill? Am I coming down with something? It takes that average of your body to like skin temperature from the last two weeks, I think, and it'll be like, hmm. Your body temperature has raised. Maybe take it easy today. Fight off whatever's coming on. So you might be able to preemptively fight off getting sick. If only we'd have had this before COVID. I know. <laughs> I'm not going to say it's a COVID cure. No. But I'm not not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Of course not. No. However, flu season is coming up. So be careful, yes. everyone. Maybe, uh, maybe this is the time to get one of these. Check out that in the video description below. Okay. And also, say... Welcome back to Luke in the Ultra Chats. We'll read out every single one of them by the end. So we got our opening bit, which was all the SmackDown draftees standing in a row and then we got all the smackdown tag teams standing in a row street profits took on the dirty dogs versus uh alpha academy i've written down team alpha here otis looks sad well yeah like i mean it's i've seen this match in various combinations Mm -hmm. on smackdown so it was kind of hard to get invested in this (laughs) because i've seen it a bunch but, you know, it's always going to be decent action because the Street Profits are great. Ziggler and Rude are very, very good. Uh, Alpha Academy, like Chad Gable, Crikey, he's oh, amazing. Yeah. And Otis is brilliant as well. So, like, it is going to be great in-ring action. The thing that excited me the most from this, though, was a moss coming, surprisingly, a moss coming down to the ring. And I was actually disappointed he didn't roundhouse kick uh, Montez Ford. He Have just, you seen it? Oh, it's the oh, it great, so high. It's the greatest roundhouse yeah. kick in the history of professional ah, wrestling. Ah, my hip. Oh. Um, but he's starting a feud with the Street Profits. Mm. So that means we have got a feud for a tag title with the champions and a separate tag team feud between two tag teams. No, no we haven't. Why not? It's a three-way feud. 
No. It's going to be Street H- Profits H- versus no, AJ and Amos no, no, versus no, 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 AJ and Amos cannot be going for the belts anymore. They've lost it a thousand times. You know times. what happened on last week's show? I don't think I RK do. Bro had a really good match against Street Profits. No one won, though, because AJ and Amos beat them all up afterwards. Yeah, because they're going after the Profits. Okay, well... You know, because and because they're going after the profits, and they had to do it on Raw there because they were challenged for the belts Luke on Thursday. Luke is drunk on holiday <laughs> slash paternity leave. We can't take what he's saying seriously. Uh, this was a good match, though. Good. Uh, Amos cost the Street Profits the match, and the Dirty Dogs got the win, which means later on, on the same night, which is a bit psychologically skew if because I don't want the heels fighting from a disadvantage. We got RK Bro versus the Dirty Dogs, and. If it wasn't for the really good main event, this was by far my match of the night. Yeah, it was good, wasn't really it? Good. Really good. Really, really good. I, I I love the two teams. That's a stretch. That is that is holiday mode for <laughs> me. I, I love the Dirty Dogs. God, what a team. No, I like the combination of men that are in the ring. They're there. They are, <laughs> they are a team that exists yeah. within WWE. I really like Bobby Roode. They used to be on SmackDown, and now they're on Raw. But this was the a, Dirty Dogs. This is a fun match. Uh, it probably should have been on next week's show, mm. as opposed to doing it on this week's show. But, you know, pff, that's what happens when you book it on the fly, I guess. Yeah. Randy Orton, his hot, he seems so motivated right now, which is exciting to watch. And the final minute of this, where... Randy hit an RKO on Rude, I think. He was pushed out of the ring. Riddle and Ziggler went back and forth with pins. Oh, it's great. Good stuff. Really I, enjoy, I enjoyed it. Um, but of course, RK Bro won. But that doesn't mean that they're not feuding with the Dirty Dogs over the tag titles. Mm. Because ta- feuds just carry on regardless of who wins and loses. Zelina Vega is now the Queen's Crown winner. Which... Ergo means she now occasionally has an English accent. Do you want to hear my massive hot take on this? Yeah, it's good. Watch uh, it play out. Oh, no, you're going to say it's good. I hate King of the Ring. Oh, okay. I absolutely hate King of the but Ring. But what about Queen's Crown? Uh, by extension, I hate Queen's Crown. But it's like here, King of the Ring, but shorter. Here, <laughs> here is why I hate King of the Ring. Okay. Everyone gets excited about a King of the Ring tournament. Mm-hmm. Everyone, every single time they announce a King of the Ring tournament, we get people messaging us being like, guys, can't wait. It's going to be WWE's G1. <laughs> and it never is because this company hates tournaments. <laughs> so we get a pretty average King of the Ring with the winner that we wanted. And even then, someone pointed this out to me on the Friday Review because me and SP3 were like, they gave us what we wanted. They gave us King Woods. And someone pointed out to me, was like, no. They nearly did. They've given us King Xavier. They had the thing that we wanted, but couldn't get it right. It should be King Xavier, though, right? No, because he calls himself King Woods. I guess so. But WWE going like, no, no, you're King Xavier. But, you know, it's King Charles, it's King Well, that's WWE's logic, isn't it? But, like, what I hate about King of the Ring is you have to have a crap gimmick at the end of it when Mm. you pretend to be a king. Selena Vega, now just because she has a crown, has to every now and again have an English accent and talk about queens from the past. Like, SP3 made an excellent point. Yes, Queen. Do you know where she's from? Queens. She's from (laughs) Queens. Why didn't you just make that her character? She's the queen of queens. That's pretty good. That's really good. She doesn't have to be a queen. 
She's just the queen of queens. No, 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 no. You've got to be a literal queen. No, you don't. It's so... It, I feel like Pete. Um, you don't... It's. I hate King of the Ring. I hate it so, so much. I have. I I've, haven't enjoyed King of the Ring since 2001. Maya, you haven't enjoyed most things since 2001. <laughs> That's fair. I wish they gave her some kind of powers. Because she cuts this... Mental powers. Long promo. Yeah, you know, like... You did all that stuff with Bliss. Why <laughs> drop it? She cuts this long promo about how she's going to be respected and loved and ruthless. I'm like, but, but what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you get to make matches now? Do you get to book your own tournament? Do you get to choose a a court? No. Have courtesans and... You're, you're just a queen character. You just now. get a... You a get a crown, a scepter, and you're now... But she's not. She is the Queen's Crown Tournament winner, which is a very clunky mm. thing to drop in promos every now and again. I, I, yeah, that's my hot take. I, I don't like King of the Ring. And then, like, so they cut backstage, and there's six women standing in a row. I can name five of them. I don't know who one of them is. Because <laughs> I saw Liv Morgan, Nikki Almost Superhero, Almost Superhero, and Rhea Ripley, Tamina, Dewdrop, and a mystery blonde, who I don't know who it is. A mystery blonde. I don't know who it is. It's not Tony Storm's on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Natalia's on SmackDown. I don't know who it was. Are the chat telling us? Oh, the chat will probably correct me on who it is, but I couldn't make out who it was. And then Dewdrop, who lost the Queen's Crown Tournament winner, was so mad at this promo that she stormed off, you know, to go and fight Zelina Vega. And then as soon as her music hits, just does her regular entrance. Hey! And and waits for a match to start. Yeah, lock up. <laughs> um, but she... St- oh, it was Dana! No wonder I didn't recognise her. She changes her She's face. She's got a new look. She again. always has a different face. The Photoshop department have had another go at a render. <laughs> um, yeah, th- this turned into Dewdrop versus Vega. It went shorter than the final of the Queen's Crown tournament. And Vega won with a scepter to Dewdrop's head behind the referee's back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, should have been Dewdrop. Dewdrop should have won. Becky Lynch came out after that. And she cut a promo, which was kind of baby-facey, but then she also ran down Bianca Belair. I was going to say, you said in your review, Becky Lynch is a baby-face now. She's 100% still a heel. She got a baby... She said, it's great to be here in Houston, Texas. That's because WWE doesn't know what they're doing. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're they're withdrawing from full-on heel. And I think they're just having her as, like... A badass character who occasionally does heelish things to win. But she was also running down other baby faces. Well, that's no, but Becky would do that anyway. Because she is, she'd never stand there and be like, I respectfully. Yes, but also Becky wouldn't be like, hey, do you know what I love? This hometown and your hometown football team. It's great to be here. She would say that. It doesn't feel like like big time Bex. I think she is just still a heel. It's just the WWE don't really know how to book characters these days. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Bianca Belair comes out because, you know, season premiere, everything's changing. And she said, well, I technically beat the Raw Women's Champion last week, so I should get a shot now. And it was actually a pretty good Yeah, hey, promo. I lost to you three times when you had the blue belt, but now you've got a red one. So I think that wipes the slate clean and I can have a fresh start at you. Yeah. Did Becky pin Sasha? Yeah, she did, yeah. Well, that... 
I would have built it around that. But at the same time, she came out and was like, hey, you had to cheat to win. I was like, well, yeah, but it's triple threat. It's no DQ. She could do whatever she wants. Uh, Lynch said, get to the back of the line, bitch. I agree. Uh, I agree with Becky. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they had a brawl, uh, but Belair still looked tall. So, so, like, stood tall at the end. So this was... This was pretty decent. It's repetitive because we've already seen this on the other brand and I was kind of ready for something new. And it would be better if Bianca just had the title after beating Charlotte last week. But yeah, this was this was all right. Yeah, I think my problem is with it is that we have seen this, you know, every week since SummerSlam. It's just, you know, now it's on a different color show. Mm. Um and I think it's WWE's own fault because they haven't built anyone else to be a contender to the title. Yeah. So we have to do Bel Air, which is a shame, really. I'd have liked to have seen Bel Air moved into another program, still be featured on TV because you can do that and not be in a title feud. Um, have her get some impressive squash match wins. I would love, yeah, I mean, it feels like she doesn't win matches anymore. Mm. So it would be nice to give her some wins. But I'd rather than just repeat this match that we have seen before. Because like, as well, it just, I mean, the, the title segment, on SmackDown really does establish that mm. these belts mean diddly dick and they are just props for you to hold. So currently advertised for next week, whether we'll get it, mm-hmm. you know, who knows. We've got Lynch versus Belair for the title. It's a scree finish, right? Oh, well, no, I, I think it's a DQ They're finish. not changing the title. I don't think so. I think yeah. we're getting a DQ finish. I don't think they're going to pin Belair either. It'll be a DQ. Uh, after that, we got Damian Priest versus T-Bar. T-Bar... Unfortunately, because you know, if there's ever a time to change up someone's gimmick, it's why would you change it? It's working. Why would you change T-Bar? It's what got him <laughs> over. You, you know what? You know what? You're right. You're right. <laughs> T-Bar's fantastic. Why mess with that? Like you split the tag team up. He's no longer with Retribution mm. anymore. Retribution are a memory of the past. He's I no longer remember. with Mace. What better time to press reset? And Vince was like, why mess with perfection? Yeah. He's already got everything that he needs to get over. It was everything else that was holding him back. <laughs> exactly. Mace was holding him back. That's probably, I mean, I do think that's what he thinks about Big E. Like, Big E would have been a world yeah. champion eight years ago if it hadn't been for the New Day holding him back. So now, thankfully, we've got a 100% unfiltered, unadulterated T-bar yeah. that he can finally get over. He has a match with Damian Priest here, which goes a minute and a half T-Bar quite impressively gets one of the large commentary table chairs and just lobs it at Damian Priest. Remember when Braun Strowman did that? And we were all like, this is amazing. Or Roman did it to Braun. I can't remember which way around. So T-Bar lost. Damian Priest then goes crazy and I think awesomely beats up T-Bar around the ring and lays him out in the middle. And I've seen a lot of people go, oh, no, we've got a Jekyll and Hyde character or, you know, a sort of schizophrenic, he's good one moment and really angry the next. No, I just saw this as he got a chair lobbed at him and he was angry. So I think where people are getting that from, because I sort of agree, it's the new entrance. So his new entrance is, like he's he's now got new music and it's Titantron. Half of it is black with a white silhouette and the other half is white with a black silhouette. So I wonder if they are being like, one half of him is Damien. And the other half of him is Priest. Oh, no, that's exactly <laughs> what Bruce Pritchard would have. Right. You know, ha- having a talk the... in the stands. Tell me what makes you special, kid. That's what the worry is. And so I completely empathize with people's <sighs> concerns about that because they did make an effort in the new Titantron to separate Damien and Priest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, well, that goes my take on <laughs> oh, this might... is the coolest Priest has looked. I you think. might be right. 
You might be right. <laughs> Apparently, according to Sean Rossap, um, the reason why Damien Priest hasn't been on TV since the Sheamus feud is they didn't have any plans for him until after Crown Jewel. Yeah, okay. Uh, after that, we got... I, I enjoyed this. Jimmy Smith's on commentary. They're doing a, a push for uh, you to vote for The Miz on Dancing with the Stars, like, to keep him in. But he said it in a way where it was like, you too can prevent the abuse of Byron Saxon. <laughs> and I just, I thought he was doing a le- like a legit charity drive message. So that, that made me laugh. And it's very rare that a commentator in a pre-scripted plug yeah. can make me laugh. So well done, Jimmy Smith. Well done. <clears throat> we got Carmella versus Liv Morgan next. Not entirely sure why. Oh, I mean, what else are you going to do? Yeah, good point. What that uh, that that person who looks like Dana Brooke? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. have her fight her. Uh, yep, this was <laughs> this, this was SmackDown. It's the same match we've seen um, since they started doing this yeah. in March. You know what? It's pretty good. Like when they wrestled there, I've done it enough times. I guess. Okay, <laughs> when you get enough practice, it's like, it's like this show. This show is really good now. Yeah. It wasn't that great when we first started doing it four years ago. But um, now it's pretty uh, tight. <laughs> um, yeah, so good in ring stuff, but please move on from this. Yeah, uh, I, the other thing uh, I to add to that, um, Carmella's gimmick is I'm well fit, which is so different from Mandy Rose's gimmick in NXT, which is I am well fit. And it's very different from Aaliyah's gimmick on SmackDown, which I believe is I Am Well Fit. They're on different shows, Luke. Uh, Nobody watches all of the shows. Yeah. Uh, you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, and we got Keith Lee versus Cedric Alexander, but not any old Keith Lee. This is Keith... <laughs> Bearcat Lee. <laughs> because... He comes out, he's a bear cat now, he's big and powerful and burly, and he threw Cedric around, and that was really cool. I, you know, Keith Lee's fantastic. And he won, and he was put over strong. All good. Should we move on? <laughs> I mean, you could have said the same thing about Karrion Cross, you know, six, seven weeks ago when he was just being put over strong in squash matches. Yeah, Where's yeah. he been on TV for a while? Like, this isn't, this will last three weeks, and then we won't see bear cat Keith Lee. You don't anymore. think. I, what have they done to my beautiful boy? Mm. I have seen Keith Lee wrestle in so many promotions over the years. And do you know what he's always done? Captivate me. Gotten over. Mm. He's always gotten over because he's so unique and so cool and so charismatic and so special. And I appreciate there is some wonderful historic significance to the name. I, I very much appreciate that and I love that. But this presentation is generic big man. And it's so uninteresting. This, I, it is remarkable that a wrestling company has managed to take Keith Lee and make him generic. Yeah. That, is, that, that takes talent. Nothing against Keith Lee's performance. I think for what they told him to go out and do. He did. He did it exactly. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, their version of creativity is so, so far below what Keith can do if he was given his own stuff. Uh, And the final thing to talk about is Dominic Mysterio versus Austin Theory. Uh, Yeah, Dominic Mysterio sort of was like, I'm not going to take a selfie of you and my dad, Austin Theory. That led to a match. Austin Theory beat him in a few minutes. Another win for Austin Theory. 
I quite like Austin Theory's yeah, gimmick of um, I'm feuding with all the people that I was fans of when I was a kid. Mm. He'll be right at home on Raw because there's, there's <laughs> literally hundreds of them for him to beat up. Yeah. Look, it, look, it looks like the Raw roster from 2070. It's literally like, man, I literally have walked into my childhood here to beat up and take selfies with. John Morrison. Hey, the Miz is here. I'm totally fine with this. I thought it was good stuff. Yep. And then we've, you know, we've covered the tag match and the ladder match, which closed the show. So overall... I gave this a three out of five. Yeah, a well-earned three out of five. It was a bang average show. It was a good start <laughs> to a new era mm. of WWE. If you peel back the layers somewhat, Well, though, it, it wasn't, though, was it? It was an average start to a new era of WWE. Uh, yeah, fair. It was an average start. Because <laughs> we it was... It was definitely three out of five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Sorry, you're right. This was a average start of the new era of Raw. But if you feel like shake off the holiday, (laughs) you got to shake off the paternity leave fog. But if you peel back the layers, it is just SmackDown, but a different color now, and that is uh, incredibly lazy and very, very frustrating. And there's a reason why I didn't watch any WWE in the four weeks that I was off. But I did watch every episode of Dynamite and Rampage. Yes, yeah. Um, it was bloody brilliant. It was good. Uh, oh, do you want to hear what the uh, community tab Yes, please. Say? Community tab was in agreement with us. 52% gave it a 3 out of 5, with, interestingly, 4 out of 5 and 2 out of 5 both getting 15%. Hmm. So that's a really interesting, like... Yeah, that's solidly in the middle there. That's solidly middle, isn't it? Looks it? like a middle finger. It does. Rawful did get 13% and Rawsome got 5 But that is very much a... People are like, yep, solidly average episode. I think that's unfair for Rawful. I, don't, I've, I think so. I've seen Rawful oh, shows. Yeah. This was not that. Well, you know how we got people who always just vote um, <laughs> mm. 1 out of 5 on Dynamite shows? I think that's what this is. People who just like, I, no matter what this company does, I'm always going to rate it 1 out of 5. And I think that is unfair. Well, we've got a packed week of Patreon content coming up for you, Patreons. We have Fan Quizzle Mania tonight, and you'll be competing against this guy. I'm back, everyone. So go over to patreon.com forward slash wrestle talk, become a pledgehammer over there, and then you can partake in a live version of Quizzle Mania against all your other Patreons who show up. When I did it the other month, there were... 90 people playing, I think. Wow. And for half the quiz, because it, it's real-time tracking the way we do it, I was 89th. Wow. Matt, who was who was the 90th? I think a bot that <laughs> somehow <laughs> found its way onto this private link. But I ended up 17th. Hey, that's a good comeback. Yeah, it was great. Um, and we've also got... Bound for Glory 2007. TNA's Bound for Glory 2007, reviewed by these two fine folks for you. That'll be dropping Wednesday or Thursday when I get a chance to edit it. I don't know about you. I think it's one of the most fun reviews we have done in WrestleTalk Extra Mm -hmm. history. We laughed a lot because there was so much to (laughs) laugh at, including everyone. A reverse battle royal that starts with 16, becomes 8, which then turns, once six are eliminated, becomes a singles match that sets up an eight-man tournament with the order of eliminations determining the seeding for that tournament, which is then won by someone who wasn't part of the original 16 people. I love this company. Just whenever you think that WWE is really bad, just remember, (laughs) it could be so much worse. 
also, if you donate $25 a month or more, you get a wrestling name and a shout-out on this very show. So thank you, pick him up, Loot Sponge. Do you know what I uh, like listening to the podcast version? Is Tempest going, yeah! Um, where do we get to? Le Chef de la Tribu links the sun. Yeah! The heir to the throne, K-Layers. Yeah! Brian, Null, and Boyd. Yeah! The true Alpha Wolf. Yeah! Manipulating Manny Umaria. Yeah! Always shining Garrett Albright. Yeah! The easiest name to pronounce, Josh Razalkis. Yeah! The Snapdragon King, Ryo Adonte. Yeah! Wrestle Talk Extra Pole Master Lendell Brenson. Michael, Miss Lane, my keys. Yeah. Meticulous Michaela Traub. Yeah. Kenny, everybody's got a price, Bryson. Yeah. Michael Jensen Radio. Yeah. Send me to heaven, Evan Reich. Yeah. And lastly for this Hall of Fame class, on the 26th of October 2021, Bobby G in the house. Right, let's do all of our Ultra Chats. Last call for those. Say hi to Luke again. WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. Dartrain24. I watched the rise and fall of ECW last night. For obvious reasons, we can't see the match, but it made me realise how much I want to see a Walter versus Mike awesome bout. Talk about big beefy boys. And Luke, welcome back. I wish you guys all the health and love. Thanks. Well, I'll track it. My aura <laughs> ring. I love Mike awesome. Oh, yeah. Love him so much. It's great. James Hanley. Welcome back, Luke. Thank you. We've all missed you. Did either of you watch the Danielson-Rhodes match on Saturday? Yes. Holy balls. The Andrade-Pack match on Rampage was one of the most insane things I've ever watched. Huh? Raw? Never heard of it. It was a really, really great match between Danielson and Dustin. Yeah. My highlight, though, was going onto Twitter and seeing the mayor of Painesville, Dan, (gasps) say, well, match of the year. Yeah. I've been telling everybody. <laughs> For four years, he's been flying that Dustin flag. Match of the year. Yeah. Like, that was that was better than the Omega match. <laughs> Charles Berg. I think Bruce Pritchard said this, but I'm not sure, and it feels this way to me. WWE put on the shows with the idea that this is somebody's first time watching, so maybe that's why it's repetitive. <laughs> anyway, time to walk some dogs in the pouring rain. Jam that jam. It was uh, Stan Lee's uh, quote you used to say about comic books, which is that every comic book is someone's first comic book. But you, that, that doesn't mean repeat stuff. No, it, it just means get a little bit of exposition as naturally as possible in there. And then there'd be a little editor's note that would say, see X-Men issue 244. That's what the video recap packages are for. Yeah. You recap Liv Morgan versus Carmella. Here's what happened two weeks ago. Now here's the rest of the story. You don't then just do the recap again. Yep. Uh, Steve Duggan. Hi, guys. Not asked with Raw, but do you think Cody using the Tiger Driver 98 to win against Malachi means anything? Feud with Kenny after he drops the belt? He'll turn soon? Find Cody fascinating right now. Congrats, Luke. Welcome to Dad Club. D-A-D. Thank you very much. Um, Hey, do you know what my Spitfire hot take is? I thought the Cody Malachi Black match was awesome, and I loved the finish. Yeah, I have a, that's the one match I haven't seen yet. That's dead good. Yeah, uh, 
But I don't think Cody's turning. No, neither do I. James Hanley. Welcome back, Luke. We've all missed you. Did either of you watch the Danielson Rhodes match? Yeah. Have we watched? We've read this one. We have. We've had it twice. James Hanley. Well, yes, we have. On the Andrade Pack match. Oh, it was fantastic. That DDT. Uh, the, the, the sort of bump that Andrade took when he went over and, and just fell on the apron. Oh, man, it was so good. Uh, do you want a hot tag? We'll do Nate S. Welcome back, Luke D.A.D. Ollie, for the Survivor Series stream, you should book Brand Warfare. Jam that champion Pete versus Quizzlemania champ Tempest. L.I.W. implodes. Oh, my God. So you can't book that, though. You're not in charge anymore. You're a manservant. Yeah, I need Pete to lose the belt. Uh, Zoe Sung, with all the backstage leaks and news coming from WWE over the weekend, this is a good time to remind people to protect your mental health. You never know what someone is going through or what kind of year someone has had. Nice tits, Ollie. They are nice tits. Uh, one Anonymous243, mad I have to spend £5 to make sure you know this, but yes, we did know Tempest names because he did it back in the day when it was just voiceovers and people made jokes about him sounding yeah. like the brain. See, Key Larson, WWE, NXT must learn. Oh, Key Lessons, Key Larson's. Key <laughs> Lesson, WWE, NXT must learn from. New- I forgot Tempest used to do voiceovers from as his real name. It, we did. It was bad timing. He did three videos. I was really excited about them. Um, but it was also the same time that the channel fell apart for about two months because of the Dynamite had just launched. It was Hell in a Cell, Clickbait Gate, Community yeah. Tab Post. Oh, yeah. We pissed everyone off. I was like, ah, back to basics. Two-minute videos. I remember doing a, a Dynamite review in about three minutes. <laughs> good, good times. Um, that's a nice deep cut there at one another's <laughs> mouse. Um, thank you to uh, Chris Lilly for sending in your messages. We won't read them out just here, but thank you, do for sending this. We'll look into that. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know what uh, has happened there, but it's something, mm. it's something that we will look into, though. Mm. Uh, and lastly, from Danny G., Looking forward to fan quiz on Mania tonight. Nice to have Luke playing along, but secretly wish it was Ollie, as I'm not great, and Ollie <laughs> having a go would be a nice eco boost. Here's to not coming last. That's it. I'm not the I'm not the ultimate loser. <laughs> my ma- my master was. Oh yeah, that's right. That what a fun quiz on Mania that, that was. was though. It was so I was watching it in bed because yeah. um, I couldn't sleep. Um, my wife was, and my wife and kid were like sleeping next to me, so I was just like watching it mm. on. Um, I was watching on my own, on my phone all the way through, and it was so much fun. The next day we got in, and both me and Adam were like, "That was a fun one. It was. It really <laughs> that was. was a nice one." I said to Adam when I came in on Thursday, I was like, "It might be one of my favorite, yeah. like that you've ever done." But there was nothing crazy spectacular about it. It was just like a good old fashioned. It's just nice. It's a retro Quizzlemania. It was. It was really nice. Uh, before we go, before you do your plug, mm. can I? Will you indulge me for just one moment? Yes, I saw this coming. So, I'll someone, move. someone has sent me a package. It's a, it's addressed directly to me uh, from Heather. So, one second. Open this up on air. Oh, apologies for that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I hope um, Heather didn't mind me uh, opening this up on air. Uh, there's a card. Uh, Once upon a time, a very special little girl was born. Aww, that's very nice. From Heather and. Did you say that? Ellis? Mm. Ellis? Yeah, Ulyss? Euless, maybe. That might be you. Euless makes sense. Thank you so much. That's really, really beautiful. Apologies for butchering your name. I am quite bad at names and reading. And we've got a lovely, lovely little wrapped gift. <gasps> oh, oh, look at that. <gasps> the tiny hat. 
Look at the tiny <laughs> little very hat. very cute. A very, very nice blanket for my little girl. Thank you so much. That's oh, really, that nice. really lovely. Thank you very, very much. I really, really like that. It's soft. That is soft. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. We've just had a move for the sponsor. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. We've just had two more Ultra Chats come in. Rob Steedley says, welcome back, Luke. When Thank do you. you think Dominic will win matches? And uh, when will we get Bearcat versus Teabag ruin Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic? Uh, hashtag jam that jam. The, the, the rumor is that Dominic's going to turn heel. Mm -hmm. So he's got to lose a bunch of matches for that frustration to make him split with his dad. So February? Yeah, after the Rumble. Maybe eliminate his dad from mm. the Rumble. Uh, and Hedgelin, when will we get a Corey Graves moustache break? I'll look into that, actually. Has he got a moustache now? I think he's got some guy. It's, it's Movember coming up soon, right? Has he really? <laughs> I, I wasn't, I did, you know, I didn't catch every single element of so I had my kid on me. Um, uh, so I missed, like, any time I cut to the commentary desk, I basically just sort of looked at her and just be like, oh, God, you're brilliant, aren't you? Um, yes, well, remember, go over to Patreon and become a pledge hammer there if you want to play Fang Quizzle Mania tonight with Luke. Uh, the details are all over there about how to join in and what time it starts and everything. And also, go and check out the fine folk at Aura, the Aura Ring. The link is in the video description below. And you, too, can track all of your health biometrics through an app. Mm. I feel superhuman. My readiness score is 88 today. Uh, oh, I'm ready. 70 means you're going to have a good day. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was it the excitement that you were doing a podcast with me? I, d I, d I said, I'm going to do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I shut up. Anyway, thank you. It's lovely to have Luke back. And on Thursday, if all goes according to plan, we might have a new desk with nice audio setups. So fingers crossed, but we're also not good at getting things done on time. I believe you said to one of your other hosts that you did this with, it might have been Tempest when you did the SmackDown podcast. Oh, I'm sure Luke will have loads of anecdotes uh, to tell me. And that, now's the time for the anecdotes. I don't really have many. What? Well, you became a dad. I know I did become a dad, and that's great and everything. What about all the poop? There's been lots of it. So my, one of my favorite times, you were the, one of the first people to call me mm -hmm. after I brought her I'm home. a great friend. You are a great friend. And it was very, very lovely, actually, for you to, to call me like that. Um, and, you know, I, I spoke to you then, and I kind of told you about the... Oh God! Yeah. Quite quite traumatic experience oh. that it was. Uh, 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 we had a very very troublesome uh, labour. I won't go into all the details here. We had a very troublesome thing, mm -hmm. and I told you two facts uh, about the the birth. And the exact words you said to me were, "I could have gone my whole life without knowing those two things." <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that was possible. But of course, like when you think about it, of course it's possible. Yeah, um, I could have lived in ignorance though. But, you know, if you needed someone to share the load, I'll be honest the mental with you. burden. I, I, I've got to be honest with you. It was gross. Like <laughs> The miracle of birth. The miracle of birth. Gross. Gross. It is like, it's just liquid and blood and just like, it's it's gross. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I, I, I have no idea how 
my wife went through it because it must have been like excruciating levels of pain. I've never heard her make those like guttural screaming noise. It was terrifying. Like Brock Lesnar. What? Yeah, a little bit. Like that, that Brock Lesnar scream that he did. And then like when when it came out and all of a sudden like the, the floodgates had opened and loads of other stuff just sort of like piled out. It oh, is that what happens? Yeah. Like pyro. <laughs> yeah. Very wet pyro. You put music on. <laughs> what was the, the entrance the, music? The music's for provided, your, your baby daughter being born. Provided by her, it's just crying. Um, <laughs> Honesty! <laughs> it's like coming out of this fucking smoke. Oh, she's cashing in! <laughs> but, um, and it was the other thing I told you about you is that baby's poop on its first couple of days is like black tar. It looks like a symbiote is trying to attach itself. Oh, that was the thing. Yeah, because I was told, hey, newborn baby poo, not that bad. It's when they started in solids. And you said, well eventually but for the first few days yeah it's like a symbiote is trying to attach itself to my child but what a tie-in for the release of venom <laughs> let, let be carnage <laughs> i was talking to adam the other day because i'm trying to like i'm trying to convince ollie uh ladies and gentlemen to try and allow me to figure into my working week just going to the cinema on a, on a yeah, wednesday yeah, you brought this up in <laughs> passing yesterday and i thought i don't know how that's gonna work but now yeah sure bring it <laughs> To make it public. <laughs> this was part of my, like, what I was talking about. I was like, what What can I do to make myself a better employee? Oh, no, I'll go to the cinema for a few yeah. hours on a Wednesday <laughs> during the work. I'll just F off on a Wednesday afternoon and go, go to the, the cinema. The, the pictures. I go to the pictures on my own. I can't see why that would be a problem. Genuine thought I had. It's only now that I've mentioned it to you. <laughs> I see the insanity that it is. If we can make that work, amazing. I'll come with you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I was saying to Adam, I was, I was, because uh, Adam was the first person I told. I was mm. like, oh, I'm going to pitch to Ollie like my brand new way of making myself a better employee is to go to the cinema for a few hours, um, with on my own. And he said, Are you going to go see June? I said, No, I'm going to go see Venom. Let there be carnage. <laughs> and he's like, This is your first cinema trip you've had, yeah, since you've had a kid, and you you could go see. The big epic that everyone is talking about. Like the big epic that everyone says you go and be, see on the big screen. And you've opted to go see Venom Let There Be Carnage. And I said, yeah, it's 90 minutes. And it's not even the most recent movie no, no, out that we no. have to cover. I'm seeing Dune tonight. Oh, yeah. Or June. I've started. I've, I've Americanized the way I say do. You know, Dune, mm. Dewey. Why would you say Dewey? It's, it's what they say, isn't it? What, like the... We say Dewey. Uh, yeah, like like duck. Yeah. yeah. They say Dewey. Huey, Louie, and Dewey. Yeah. Yeah. But we say Dewey. I've never said, I've never actually met anyone with that name apart yeah, from yeah. Dewey Duck. So Because we say D-U's or D-E's comes out more of a Jew sound. But it's also but like Jew on like uh, grass and morning yeah. Jew is D-E-W. We say Jew. Yeah. God, the more... I, the, as I'm saying it out loud, doesn't sound favourable. Someone could clip this out. Let's move on. I'm going to see Dune yeah. uh, tonight excited. on the IMAX <gasps> screen in oh, Leicester Square Cineworld. Are you excited? I am excited. Mm. Um, but I also saw French Dispatch on Sunday, was Anderson's latest, and I came out of it. And I've already told you, I thought Luke would hate that. And I thought, he's probably back in work tomorrow. Can't wait to tell him. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to see his face scrunch up in rage yeah it's it's, it's not for me um i do have one anecdote from uh, fatherhood though oh great so um my wife and i have had the same nightmare and we have it like every other day basically like waking nightmare sort of thing which is that 
we have fallen asleep with the kid in our arms or we have just like while we're like you know in the middle of the night trying to like settle her and stuff we've fallen asleep with her and then she's fallen into the bed and then she's gone under the covers and she's suffocating oh god we both of us do it every now and again we just wake up in a panic and just check the bed that she's not in the bed with us she's always in the moses basket next to the bed but like my wife in particular says like when i'm feeding in the middle of the night like i will just like i feel myself falling asleep mm. because i've just got to sit there with a you know thing attached to my tits for uh, 45 <laughs> minutes um so like we keep having this thing the other night like last week i had that where i was like oh my god she's in the bed with us and i jumped out of the bed to like to try and sort of find her and stuff and my wife rolled onto her back to sort of see what was going on when the second her shoulder hit the other like hit the mattress from her moses basket my little kid went Wah! and i went oh my god you've rolled on top of her <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not laughing. Oh, my God. Is the most scared I've ever been. It took me a good half an hour to, like, settle myself down and, like, regulate my heartbeat Oof. back down because my heart was pounding that I thought my wife had just rolled on top of my kid. And how was your wife about it? Was she like, oh, my God, you scared me so much? Yeah. Or did she just go back to sleep? She was like, oh, my God, you scared me so much. But she's so tired, she just fell mm -hmm. straight back to sleep. But it did take me a little while to be like, it's, it's okay, she is there. That sounds like it should be a common. I think it might be. dream for par new parents. So on like the first few days that we had her home, I would be laying in bed and she'll be in her Moses basket and she'll just be making little noise. She'll be going like, <laughs> she's often at times sounds like Gizmo from um, oh, nice. uh, from Gremlins, which is why I've started calling her Gizmo Bell. <laughs> and so she'll be making these sort of noises up and I'll be laying there and I'll think to myself, well, you know what? I can't sleep until she stops making these noises because I'll just be listening to the noises. And then she'll stop making those noises and just go deathly silent because she's fallen dead. She's fallen asleep. And then I think to myself, well, I can't sleep until she's making those noises again. <laughs> <laughs> I got myself into quite a few cycles of that. Yeah. Do you want to uh, see a clip of a, vi a video I took of her today? <laughs> You're that guy already. Uh, I, I, oh, 100%. I am that guy. And let me just find it now. It better second. be the Transformers 4K <laughs> restoration of the animated movie. Uh, it's not. One second. There's a little snores. It sounds like she's she's a haunted woods. Just gonna put this uh, gonna put this up to the uh, microphone in case people didn't pick that up. It sounds like a creaky door. That was her watching Raw with me this morning. <laughs> That's how you can get her to sleep. It did help. Yeah. Yeah, it really did. Because she wouldn't settle. And then I put Raw on and instantly, like, the, clearly the noise mm. um, just sort of started to settle her down. Happens to all of us watching Raw. <laughs> yeah. You've, uh, you said you've introduced her to wrestling already. It was the first thing she ever watched wow. was um, uh, CM Punk versus Powerhouse Hobbs. <laughs> Because Andy texts me saying, who's her favorite wrestler? And I said, well, clearly Hook. Yeah. Um, Dreamboat. Exactly what Dreamboat is. So, so yeah, like that was the first thing we watched together. If Hook came round to take your grown-up version of your daughter out, are you like, whoa. Whoa, what? You're 40. <laughs> That'd be my first thing I'd say. Imagine they're the same age. I think Hook looks like, Hook looks like trouble. You reckon? Oh, he's too badass. If he came round in like a wife beater... You know, like he kind of wears when he's on dynamite. He's just wearing like uh, the, the. It's just a white vest. It's not. It's not meshy. <laughs> no, he's definitely got a can of Stella, or like in his yeah, baggy yeah. jeans that he's wearing. There's definitely a couple of cans of Stella, a couple of tins in there. 
if he came around looking like that, wearing the wife beer and everything, I think I probably would go like, put a shirt on, kid. But at the same time, <laughs> who am I to judge? I've, I've been wearing the same clothes since mm. 2002. Um, so I don't think I'm really in a position to judge what anyone is currently dressed or looks like with their hairstyles. It's not about the dress sense of Hook, though. It's the attitude. He's a punk. <laughs> Come round here. He's a punk. Yeah, Taking well, out your daughter. I also wouldn't want to disrespect Taz. Like if Taz oh. was his dad and like he came round with Taz and he was like, hey, there, look, my son's got to take out your daughter. <laughs> if Taz is in the car dropping off Hook and Taz is going to drive him to the milkshake bar <laughs> or the under 16s dance or whatever because now the hook is also younger in this story yeah 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 and they're in Riverdale that's okay yeah if if I was like standing by my bay window in my living room and I was looking out and I saw a car pull up and Taz got out of there with hook I would turn to my wife and go it's Taz but then you know if all goes well and Hook, you know, starts to get his grade point average up. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that is, but I've heard it in films. I have as well. And he's he, he's he's good. He's good going out with your daughter. Mm -hmm. Maybe Taz will come round. You can develop a friendship. I would love a friendship with Taz. Would you? I would. Because I, I think he's probably... These videos of him, like, in his car listening to music. Yeah. I think that'd be really nice. He seems a bit sensitive about some I mean, he's things. a little bit... Yeah, he is. I mean, that's the story that I've heard about him, particularly from Matthew. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see... Did you hear his car? I didn't watch the whole episode, but it was Eddie Kingston and Taz on like a dark or dark elevation or dark elevation two or power mm -hmm. or, you know, one of the 28 <laughs> shows they have on YouTube. You do too many shows, Tony. I've got to edit them all. <laughs> and Taz and Kingston were just yelling at each other. <laughs> oh, that sounds tremendous. It's really good. Like, and the, but like, what was it? Like, Taz was like, you're only a good talker. You need to train harder. <laughs> they were really going at it. And, like, Kingston started to cut deep as well. Like, you forget <laughs> things. It just sounded like two angry New Yorkers. Oh, that's amazing. I'm going to seek that out. <laughs> uh, last thing I'll do before I do leave. Do you want to see a very cute picture of my kid? Go on, then. Terrible audio content. Oh, that is cute. Uh, don't describe it. <laughs> People have just got to paint a visual picture in their head based on that reaction. Yeah. She is quite cute though. Actually, today, this is the last thing I'll say on the podcast and I'll, we'll send the crowd home happy. Um, today was the first day when I said to my wife, I don't want to leave you two. Oh. Yeah, I was, I was getting ready to go to um, Cineworld this morning, not to go to the pictures. Ollie hasn't signed off on that yet. <laughs> um, but I, uh, I, I had to go to Cineworld today, I had to go to one of the branches. And I just said to my wife, she'd just come downstairs and I was like, this is the hardest it's been to leave you two. Oh, and I don't particularly oh. want to do it. We were just having a little chat with her. Mm. And I was like, no, I don't really want to go now. You look a bit teary. It is a bit teary. Yeah, oh. I'm quite looking forward to going home. I'm going to have to miss, you know, I don't get to see her tonight because I've got to do Frank Wizzlemania, but, I, you know, I will get to. You're never happy, are you? I miss work. I miss the boys. Now I miss my family. <laughs> now I miss my family. <laughs> Uh, I'm kidding, I'll get to see you. I might do Fast Crown Cosmania with her. Mm. Um, but anyway, that's all we've got time for on this edition of the podcast. Thank you all so much for joining us. Thank you to our members for subscribing and watching the video version of this. You could have actually seen the cute picture, but I'm not going to show you either. <laughs> um, oh, I'm on the podcast tomorrow. It's me and Tempest tomorrow. You should have promoted that more. I yeah. should have done. It's me and Tempest tomorrow reviewing NXT. Probably going to see new champions tomorrow. Mm. Probably going to see Mandy... 
Rose? That's her name? Mandy Moore? J- JC Jane? Y- yeah. Not Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose. For the NXT title. Yeah. Why are you confused as of her name then? Is it Man- Her name is Mandy Rose, isn't it? What, the Mandy Rose? Yes. Oh, yeah, she's yes. got the okay. same name. Cool. I, I, sorry, I, I genuinely blanked on what her name was for a second. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa? Well, is that what he's going for? I remember that one. So Mandy Rose versus... Here's Mandy Rose. Yeah, Mandy Rose versus Raquel Gonzalez for the NXT Women's Championship and Tommaso Ciampa versus Brim Brucker for the NXT Championship, which I think um, Bran Brucker is going to win. And I, I can't so. wait. Cannot wait for him to be the NXT champion. And I'm going to say his name in as different manner as possible as I possibly can do in the review tomorrow. Well, I'll see you soon. Uh, take care, everyone. I love you. Goodbye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.